Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sarah Hodges is about to join us. Oh, 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 Kings fans got some smoke for Sarah Hodges, by the way. Oh, they smoking that Sarah Hodges pack. Hang on. We're going to get you logged in. We're going to get an opportunity to to respond to all of this. Crazy about our guy, though. I want to answer your question first. Because you ask why um, – I told you I had a theory about why I think um, Domas's play might be drowned out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if part of it is because, one, Jokic exists. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, Jokic is – again, Domas is averaging like 19 points per game. He's got to break the 20-point threshold for no other reason than to get the casuals' attention. And it's casuals. not it's not 29, which is what Nikola Jokic is doing. Right. Unlike Nikola Jokic, Domas doesn't have to score 29. Mm-hmm. That's what De'Aaron does. Mm-hmm. That's why De'Aaron is leading the league in scoring. But I wonder if you look at Jokic, Joe, mm-hmm. to a certain degree Giannis, mm. you're talking about the last three MVPs. You're talking about the last, like, five years, six years of MVPs right there. Mm -hmm. They're all, to a certain degree, bigs. Mm -hmm. And Giannis, I don't know what to classify him as. He's not a center, but I don't know what you call Giannis. Giannis. He's he's just a Giannis, right? (laughs) And it's like it's just just bigs. And I wonder if they're looking at, well, he's not averaging 30. Mm. Even though he's he's leading, you know, averaging 12 rebounds or whatever it is, eight assists, Doma, or Jokic is averaging – 14 and nine assists to go along with the 29 points. And it, it really feels like if that's what it is, and I'm not even saying you're wrong. I mean, that's a, that's a good observation on your point. But that's embarrassing. No, I agree. And it's O'Connor just, again, it's, ju- it's just a theory. people out there. Like, it, that, that's, a, that's embarrassing that you need uh, somebody to put up MVP numbers to, like, acknowledge them, mm-hmm. so to speak. Shout out to Roman Reigns. What Domas is doing is he's playing like one of the best players in the league, let alone big man. He's playing like one of the best players. And you watch him play, he does so much out there in the way of distributing the basketball, scoring the basketball. His rebounding is top-notch. Defensively, while he's not a stout defender individually, he is a guy that is communicating and barking out instructions for the whole team like a backline guy is supposed to. So he's a leader, Sarah Hodges. He's a leader. Oh, oh we on that Sarah he's Hodges a leader. pack. We smoking that Sarah Hodges pack today. First and oh. foremost, let me just start off by saying. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> never that. No. 
start off by prefacing that I said I didn't want him to have the ball in his hands with the game on the line in the final seconds. Mm. I never said that Domas wasn't a good player. Did I say that he was at times playing soft in the paint? Yes. I felt like he needed to get stronger in the paint. He would get bumped a little bit. He could pick up an and one, what would be an easy and one, good three-point play, mm. and he would miss to me an easy layup when you're a big man like that and you should be able to have a little bit of contact and still finish. Like it's that right. was my point. I, I'm, I'm, I always I'm, thought he was one of the smartest players on the floor. I'd never questioned his ability to make everybody <laughs> else around him better, which he does, and uh, I think that's the best part about him. Yeah. All I did was say that in the final seconds, you I'm called going him soft. I called him You called him soft. And we've seen him soft in the paint. I ain't I mean, seen no, him soft in the paint. No, Ever? I have. Ever? I don't think he's oh. soft in the paint. Oh, I think. I think. I, no, think, I think. Like I told Damien the other day, okay. I think soft. I think okay. unathletic. You guys, gets masked as soft. He, has, not all the time, but this guy like fouls to get buckets in the paint. Who Offen- Yes. So if he fouls, offensive fouls. Yeah. So how does that make him soft? Well, when he gets when it's him getting a little bit bumped, that's when he can't finish. But I, I think that's the thing. I don't think he's getting a little bit bumped. I think he's getting roughed up and he's playing through it sometimes. Because it's a it's and to your. I think po- that's fair. Like that does happen, but to your point, he does deliver the blow. To my point, like he do, that's that's to me that's the point of him not. Being I will soft. say in the he last physical, since we he gets crazy. In I there. will say like since we did talk about this last week. He has played a lot tougher. Well, we got to listen. Yeah, yeah like listening. I will say that. Like I was like, why? I was like, oh gosh, of course. <laughs> After I say that, like maybe he was listening. So maybe I, it was just a matter. But there, you know, that's something I know. So, look, I sit there and ABC watch games. Ten, no exclusive. I'm sitting here. I'm <laughs> sitting, CBS thirteen. I'm sitting here watching games, and these are the things that this was a note for me. I'm like, you know, he's getting bumped. He can't finish the the three point play. I just think he, I think he I, I think he really gets rocked down there. I think he I does, think and he the, does some rock. He's too. just he's mm-hmm. like uh, he's like kind of like the Marcus used to be. Definitely like Dwight and Shaq used to be. Mm. You gotta hit them pretty hard. Like Domas is absurdly strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you gotta hit them pretty hard to throw them off their shot, off their game a little bit, and that's what I think happens. I would. I guess. I would just l- like to have seen him, from what I had seen, finish even getting a little you. bit bumped. That's it. The, the, and, I, and I'm saying uh, that in the final seconds, that's not who I would give the ball to. I never once didn't said like Domas wasn't a good play. Like that's just crazy. I love Domas. No, you didn't say that. You no. didn't. You didn't say he. Wasn't I just a gave good an player. example. Just, of, the only thing you said was like you said you wouldn't give it to him uh, late in games, and you said he was soft. But you never said you he didn't wasn't even a say it with your player. chest either. Yeah. I didn't say it with you my never chest. Said he wasn't you said it because like I had a feeling this would happen. You, because I you said it with like your lower intestines, but not really. <laughs> well, no, not really. Yeah, he kind of did that. Well, yeah. she, she tried to whisper it, not yeah. knowing that she was. Like, I did know. Yeah. I just didn't want to say it over the radio. Say well, it like with your chest, girl, say it with your chest. Like Stephen Brown says, we accept your apology. There we go. Oh gosh. <laughs> we, we, we accept. Yeah, that, how about this? How about like this? How about this? You're welcome. Well, that works too. That works, too. All that matters is Domas is killing it right now, and we have one of the best duos in the entire league. Yeah. You know what? Sure. I, I don't love anything more than a player proving me wrong. Like, th- that excites me. Like, it's not like my feelings are hurt because he's playing better. I'm more excited. I'm like, good, yeah, prove me wrong. Yeah. Say, like, soft who? Soft what? Like, that's what it's about. I'm a competitor. And so, in some ways, you know, it's just you got to call it how you see it. You guys hear what I say about my own team. 
Yeah. It's no hate at all. It's Poor just Derek like, Carr still catching strays. Yeah. <laughs> she said, yeah. <laughs> Hey, six six wins in a row, man. What what are you seeing differently from this team in this winning streak? Is it as simple as De'Aaron Fox is back? Like, is it just he's back, they balance everything out with him? I think in the games that he's played, we talked about points per game uh, over the season, but I feel like in the games that he's played, I forgot where I saw it, they're averaging like 127 points per game or something. Is it as yeah. simple as him being back and him being the engine uh, that makes this team go. I think that has a lot to do with it because when a guy like De'Aaron Fox, you know, the best player on the floor, is putting in that type of effort, giving that type of energy in every game, that's going to light a spark under everybody. At least it should, and I think it does for this team. I think that they respect him a lot. So when you see, you know, your best player on the floor getting after it on both sides, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, that should only motivate you, and I think it does. It motivates the rest of the team. It's like, okay, well, this is the standard. Like, we better – get on yeah. or get off yeah. and he kind of sets the tone you know not to mention he's phenomenal and now he's hitting his threes his shot looks crazy good w- improved for sure and we already know what he can do when he drives the lane and, and all of that so mm-hmm. and steal what do you have three steals last night yeah like i love yeah, that he's everywhere he's everywhere he's putting his body on the line he was just injured he doesn't care like mm-hmm. that should get fans super excited Absolutely. Uh, this from the desk of one Will Z. FYI, Sarah Hodges. That's not what he said. That's what <laughs> I said. Sabonis has 11 and ones this year, mm. tied for seventh most in the league. Mm. Uh, so Dom, Domas mm. is, 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 is down there working, man. Well, next time I'll make sure to check in with you before I say anything. <laughs> I think that's a good strategy. Literally, goodness gracious! That's what I. Hey, you, you got to be able to. You got to be able to take the firing squad. Yeah, I don't gotta, care. It's cool. I grew up with all brothers. I've been bullied my whole life. <laughs> bullied? Yeah. Oh man, bullied. I got tough skin. Oh, you're a Raiders fan, so of course you have yeah. tough skin. Have of tough course, skin. Uh, and a Cubs fan. Ooh. I don't think I knew that. Yeah, because I grew up in my dad's from Illinois, so I. My parents divorced when I was young, so I spent summers in Illinois. Oh, that's right. You so, told me about that. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I remember that's right. that, but I didn't know you were a Cubs fan, though. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I'm not a Dodgers or. I thought Angels you were a Dodgers fan. fan. No, I don't. I, my mom and I, like, my mom's a huge Dodgers fan. And, like, mm-hmm. when it comes to, like, playoff time, and she's just. If I even say anything about the Dodgers, she, like, goes so deep with me. She's like, well, my mom used to take me to games and, like, don't say it. Like, my, my grandma passed away. Like, you can't even talk about the Dodgers. That's so rude. Like, my mom used to take me when I was like, I was like whoa, we don't need to get personal with it. Like, That's how Kenny my feels. Bad. Kenny's a big see, Dodgers wait, fan. See, this, oh, my gosh, I swear to media, bro. The media. I swear. I have I swear. photographic evidence of Kenny outside the Dodgers. This stupid little Dodgers store. I just flicked it off. But no photographic evidence of that. What, As you would say, what a coinkydink. Stop it. Stop it. We'll come back. Sarah Hodges is here with us. She's not going nowhere. She's going to cuss us out during the commercial break. <laughs> We're going to come back. We'll talk more Kings, maybe a little 49ers, maybe a little of her Raiders. Uh, oh, yeah. Much, much more ahead uh, as the Kings win their sixth straight with their opportunity at number seven tonight. Mm. In New Orleans, Steeler and KC, along with Sarah Hodges, brought to you by Sky River Casino on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. 
Back here with CBS 13, Sarah Hodges spent a uh, commercial break recapping her weekend for us. Yeah, but well, about that weekend, we got we got playoff football coming up here soon, right? Saturday. We, yeah. we we got it right. No. Oh, we got it. Oh, yes, I, on I'm, Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Be yeah. here, be square. Oh. That's right. Yeah, ESPN playoff football. Yeah. Sac State getting into the playoffs. Yeah. Stingers yeah. up. It don't matter how. Don't matter how they got there. It don't matter now. No. Because yeah, you're just, in the playoffs. They got there. It's, That's o- all that matters. O and O. That's it. Yeah. That's it. North Dakota is who they got on Saturday. Um, so stingers up. Let's go, yeah, baby. Yeah, for sure. Hey, you pissed some people off last night. That was fun to watch. Who me? Yeah, you you piss people off a lot, especially on on Twitter. But they say F me for your new the new era of the Western oh, Conference. Yeah, they didn't oh, like that. they got and, in there. Oh, feelings there's so about many people. That. This, so there was a tweet. That Two particular fan bases seem to be really, <laughs> really bothered by that tweet. And, and I mean, just the critical thinking skills have, have got to be better well, for a lot of people. And so what I said last night, let me see if I can I can find it. I don't even know where I had it at. I said it somewhere. But basically, I said Kings. Thunder, mm-hmm. T-Wolves, Nuggets. The new era in the Western Conference is about to start or something like that. Number one, I didn't even look at the standings. I didn't even realize those are the top four teams in the standings. And second of all, I just looked at how these teams have been put together, the ages of the the best players on these teams. I was like, yo, there's going to be a shift, you know, and it's it's starting right now. That doesn't mean – the Lakers or the Warriors or the Clippers, anybody can't do anything this year. They could mm-hmm. all be in the Final Four this year. I, I That has nothing to do with what I'm saying. I said it's the start of a different era. Also because, what do you think, Steph and LeBron just yeah. going to play till 70? Exactly. Like, no, they're at the tail end of their career, and they got these guys ready to ready to take over, these, these four teams that I talked about. But, yeah, to your point – Couple fan bases. It's only November. not pleased. <laughs> not pleased. Those Lakers and Warriors fan bases were upset. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, like I said, they feel like they're just going to bring in the right guys once the other ones are going to be done. Right? The they Warriors. Feel like they're going to still be relevant even post Curry. And- so look, the Warriors. I, I don't. I don't mean this is shade. I'm just being real. I mean, there's no evidence to say they're not the Chicago Bulls. The Chicago Bulls of the 90s. They had Jordan, and then it was just nasty for years. And they haven't they haven't really – they haven't gotten back to that level since. I know they had Derrick Rose for a year or two MVP season. They still lost in the conference finals in five, and then he got hurt and all this other stuff. Like, they haven't got back to any kind of real championship level since But you're talking about when – you're talking about when Steph retires, right? Because, right, 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 right. Because the, the, the difference between the two teams – and I don't, you can – I don't – I don't know if I'm validating your – I don't know what point this is making, but the Warriors made the playoffs and don't win the finals, mm-hmm. right? The Bulls don't. Yeah. The Bulls went to the to the finals, what, six times in eight years. They w- Once they got over the hump of making the playoffs, it was just – they just won championships. Then Mike left, and it was over, and yeah. that was it. I mean, That's they, not what's happening with Golden State. It's mm-hmm. like a, it's more of a, a slow burn where you think, like, you know, maybe they're not a title contender – but they're probably going to make the playoffs, and yeah. it doesn't feel like and it today. And I don't think that they're going to like play bad, like you know what I'm saying. Like I, th- I think they're still going to be good and competitive, regardless. Yeah, I man. I'm even talking about when Steph leaves, though. Like when Steph yeah, leaves, so when Steph leaves, that's a that's a different and and they're not animal. the they're not the Lakers, right? Yeah. 
The Lakers are a team that traditionally, when a superstar leaves, when Kobe leaves, you'll get LeBron. You'll get LeBron. Yeah. When LeBron Magic leaves, left, you'll get you Anthony ended Edwards. up getting. <laughs> right. But maybe stuff changes but, that, and maybe you know them winning the way that they have changes that. Maybe, but I doubt it. I doubt but, it. Yeah, I mean, there, but normally a lot changes though. Like there's. Steph seems like a guy players will like to play with when they're old, so that could be like a positive thing. I, I, one of the things that I think is happening with the Lakers is LeBron and like God rest his soul, but we all know there was a no people stopped wanting to play with Kobe hmm. because Kobe was getting older, and I think it was just getting harder to play with him. Hmm. And he's already a hard individual to play hmm. with. They, when he's young, don't take no much mess. less when his yeah. skills start to decline. I don't feel like LeBron James's skills are declining, but I think he's a hard player to 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 play with. Period. But you don't you don't think Steph's skills are declining? No. Okay. So, but but I but in Steph's case, I don't think that's going to matter. Right. If Steph's skills decline at thirty eight and he wants to play till forty, I don't think a potential superstar who wants to play with Steph Curry his last two years is going to care. No one wanted to play with Kobe his last two years. Yeah. I don't think we're in LeBron's last two years. Mm. And so I don't – we'll have to see who wants to play with him. But, but, yeah, he's But he's even that, good. and this is the, these are the things that – See, that's the thing. I don't think he's ever going to look bad. It's just how much – sorry, Casey. No, you're fine. How much goes into him being able to play. Like, you know, we all know the Kevin Garnett story. Like, it, it took Kevin Garnett four hours to get ready to play – 35 minutes in a basketball game for like two years. And, and But see, these are the things that I'm talking about when I say I used to have these conversations with Laker fans when I was living down there when Kobe was, and I was like, oh, you guys are, you guys are done. Here's the funny thing. <laughs> Here's the funny thing. So Kobe was, was at the tail end of his career. And I said, you guys are done for at least 10 years. Like done. Now, oh no, we're the Lakers. Like that won't ever happen. I was like, well, look what happened between, 91 and when was your next championship? And Kobe, yeah, 2000. Like, like that's 10 years. 10 years. Mm-hmm. Like that and that's best case. You didn't case even scenario. win in 91. No. And I was like that's best case scenario and this mm-hmm. is this why I chuckled cuz I was like that's best case scenario. That's like assuming you guys get Jabari Parker or Andrew oh Wiggins. My God. Remember that? <laughs> oh. That's what those are the conversations I was having. I was like, "That's assuming you yeah. get one of those next guys." Y'all like weren't that. outside for that conversation, boy. <laughs> and it's almost the same thing. Like the 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 next generation stars are are really locked up right now. They're not going like Giannis ain't leaving. Uh, Joel, maybe mm-hmm. I think Joel will go to the East Coast, go to Joel's the Knicks before it comes to, to LA. Jokic ain't leaving. Booker's not leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? If you want to go to the next tier or whatever, talk about Ant Man and Ant Man. I don't think Luke De'Aaron Fox, De'Aaron Fox, Tatum, Tatum. He not yeah. leaving. Yeah, Jalen Brown. Not, so like, say there, you know, and not this year, but next year. It just all falls down for the Warriors and Lakers. Oh, it's time to regroup. Who are you going to go get that's going mm-hmm. to win you a championship? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you're going to get somebody like LaMarcus Aldridge was at that point, like mm-hmm. a cool little player, but he ain't changing your fortunes like that. Like, who are you going to get? Like, it's the era, that era is coming to an end. But but you, you don't think that they can start a new era maybe within a few years of maybe. one era coming? I think Kenny's coming. point, though, is with who? Well, maybe you have to see who comes out in the draft. Maybe you go that way. Lakers, rebuild Lakers, a little bit. Lakers, Lakers had number two Ronnie. pick for three years. Yeah. And then it took them another 
three years to like get the Anthony Davis, LeBron win a championship. That's that's six years right there at the worst, <clears throat> at worst, six years. So from the moment, like it's looking like it is, I'll just say next year because who knows what happens this year. From the moment it looking like it is next year where it's like, damn, this thing is over. We got to regroup and find the next guy. You're looking at a minimum six, seven years, and but, that's for the Lakers. But I ain't even talking about the Warriors. But you know what? You know what's 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 funny about that? Like listening to you lay that out and laying out these different timelines for for the war the 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 Lakers is the Warriors probably had their their second incarnation of a team set, but it, this is this is a weird sentence because as a as a as an owner, you have to be able to answer this question as a general manager, as a coach, as a player, the caliber of Steph Curry, and as a fan, mm-hmm. for, for fun, as a fan, you answer this question. You, you could make the argument the Warriors sacrificed all of that to win one more championship. Mm. You sacrificed what could have been your next 10 to 15 years, mm-hmm. but you got another championship out of it. And it's always and I don't it. know I don't know how you rationalize like if I were, if I was Bob Myers or even Joe Lacob or Steph I don't know how I rationalize not winning the championship because if I'm those guys I'm like what the hell does Kaminga's development got to do with me right I'm gonna be 37 when he develop well it ain't got nothing to do with me and, and and as a fan and somebody that is running that organization. All right, it's whatever. Yes, I got the right, chip. Right, I got the yeah. chip. That's I mean, that's, all that that's what it's about. Yeah, it's about it's hard chip. to win games in the NBA, let alone win a championship. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Come on, and they won what damn near feels like an improbable championship. Right. So I look, I look at the way these teams are set up, like the Kings, the Timberwolves, the Nuggets, who already have. And one. credit to the Timberwolves because that was me They're playing well. They're I doing their thing. I didn't buy it. Like yeah. I was like, well, I don't want to say I didn't buy it. It was more of you got to show me. Like everybody keeps talking about you year after year after year, and you don't show anything. Mm-hmm. All right, I got you. And, and then and message, the, message heard. And, and um, and the, who was the other team? I said the Nuggets, the Thunder, the Thunder. I mean, they're all set up a certain way to start to ascend as these teams are coming, coming down. Then you got teams that I'm not sure about. Like Jason Jones was asking me, Luca's probably better than all those guys. He might be, mm-hmm. but. I don't. Does anybody like the Mavericks right now? I just like, don't think Luca. Like don't, looking don't, at looking at the Mavericks for the next five years. Everybody like, yeah, they about to be there. Do you think Luca can win? I think Luca has. He's he's missing like he's like a little bit sluggish or almost like not as like he, he's not like he doesn't have like that hustler in him. Mm. You know what I mean? That you see out of like real like gamers. Like obviously he's good. Like come on, and he's a he's a bully and his his whole like. When you look at him, you just don't expect what you see. Mm. Um, he would I never. It's funny. She didn't. I don't think you meant this at all. You said hustler, and all I could think of was Anthony Edwards. The Anthony Edwards. The, he would never do what De'Aaron did never. last night. Never. That play that you talked about. Yeah. Oh, but him diving not, on the floor. Yeah. That yeah. The, that's not, yeah. That's not. That's what him. I'm saying. And like that's literally that's what motivates the rest of the guys around you. Like when you see somebody, even when that you work with, like out there hustling, out hustling everybody, showing up early, showing that they care. You're going to raise the standards for everybody around you. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe you're not even meaning to do that, but it's just, and I just don't know, you know, that that's in him. He's so supremely talented. Very. And every time, like, he, he's impossible to watch. Yesterday was Like, watching last night's game was yeah. such a freaking chore 
because of him. I mean, and just the way even HB picked his pocket there and like, I don't know, the final few minutes, what was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 he did. Yeah, yeah and I was just, yeah. he was like so sluggish. I was like, bro, like. He had yeah. checked out a while ago. Yeah. He was exhausted to, to, to the point that you just made. He was exhausted. Yeah. And fatigue, what's the, what's the line? Fatigue makes cowards out of all mm-hmm. of us. Yeah. He starts jacking up shots because he feels the game slipping away, mm-hmm. doesn't trust anyone else on the floor, despite you have one of the yeah. greatest playmakers of this generation right. on your team. He trusted only himself, and again, he was exhausted. And I'm not even faulting him for that. They played the night before. He played big minutes the night before. He's getting run up and down the floor by the Sacramento Kings. His And that's what the Kings are going to do to teams. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's how other teams are going to get exposed. And, his, mm-hmm. and, and there are people who are arguing that the Mavericks are being exposed right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like Luka's game isn't conducive to like winning. I don't think it is either. Unbelievably talented. There's a difference. Between yeah, yeah, yeah. Unbelievably talented. There's no question about that. Maybe he needs like a Mike Brown to be, you know, challenging him. Like, yeah, you're good, but you could be way better. Like, same or, with like yeah. De'Aaron. His like, coach you is see a spectator. The, yeah, like you His see De'Aaron. Just... He was good before, but he's only gotten so much better because he had a coach who believed in him, pushed him, raised the bar, and said, "You can be great. You're good, but you can be great." Do you know, but you know what about what you said, Sarah? De'Aaron before anything even happened, said, like, he didn't use his name specifically, but he said, I I not only want, I need a Coach Brown coaching me. Mm-hmm. I need somebody that's going to hold me accountable, yeah. that's going to hold my, me and my teammates accountable, who's going to ask for me to be as good as I possibly could yeah. be. From everything that we see right now, Luca, and this may be fair or unfair, but I'm just going off the things that I've heard. Luca runs people out who don't do things the way he wants it done. Yeah. Like, we are obviously don't know the ins and outs. Mm-hmm. Maybe y'all do. I don't, of what goes on, you know, with the maps. But it just seems like the accountability isn't isn't there. You when know? your coach goes to the media and says he's a spectator like everybody else, to me, that's a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> For him to say, well, there's nothing I could do about it. I'm watching it just like uh, you guys. To me, all right, my bad, coach. You're fired. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to find someone who can yeah. step in and coach this that, team. That's the problem. I think he, I think Luca needs to be challenged in a different way. Does he accept it, though? So that's it. That's... If he doesn't, then he can lose. Like, do you like losing? Like, I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's not working, it's not working. Because I'm sure Rick Carlisle challenged him. And that's be... why Rick Carlisle's in Indiana. Yeah. So I, I don't – you're right. You're 100% Maybe right. Maybe it needs to be just, like, the he... right coach to, you know, some – just to, like maybe a different coach would challenge it. Like he would respect a different coach in a different way. Like I feel I don't like know. I feel like as as much as we we get on him a little bit, I feel like Jason Kidd's probably challenged him to be a better player, to be to be a better uh, team. And I don't want to say teammate because everybody seems to love Luca. That's around him. He seems like there's no teammates that are like, man, this guy's you know a problem to have to deal with every day. He seems to be a pleasant man. They all seem to like him. Um, people around the league seem to like Luca. Like it's not a personality quirk it could be his understanding of what it takes to win in this league on that level mm-hmm. it's that changing and maybe like he's plateauing a little bit right mm-hmm. like where he's at and like he needs somebody something whether even as a coach or not or maybe it's somebody in his life you know mm-hmm. that will spark that extra effort that he needs to the funny thing better. about plateauing is he's like still really really good of course mm-hmm. it's like it's like it's Almost embarrassing to even talk about it, but I mean, it is true. Like, 
but it's what he. Funny. But this is what he's been though. <clears throat> yeah. It's in in it at, at some point. I think a lot of people, probably including ourselves, have waited for that game to equal winning. Mm-hmm. Now this is a team that got to the Western Conference Finals two years ago or whatever it was. Raise your hand in the chat if you bought it. Like no one bought it. No one bought what the doubt doesn't take away from the fact that they did it. Mm-hmm. They did it, and they deserve credit for that. No one bought it and saw it as sustainable. Mm-hmm. And here we are. They missed the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. They're losing, you know, to to the to they're 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 like this year's version of the Chicago Bulls from a couple years ago, mm-hmm. where Chicago just beat all of the teams that were like below five hundred teams. Mm-hmm. And lost to the Bucks and the 76ers and the Celtics and you know the Clippers and all of those teams over and over and over and over again. That's who Dallas, at least in the very, very, very early part of the season, that's who Dallas appears to be right now. And at some point, people are going to start looking at Luka Doncic. Like the difference for me, you 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 talked about holding Jason, Jason Kidd holding Luka accountable and the fact that he probably does. And you, Sarah, question whether he's even like receptive to that. Like if he's if he's not receptive, does it even matter? Mm-mm. And to me, like, I don't think Jason Kidd is a good coach. Mm-hmm. So if if he is or isn't holding Luka Doncic accountable, I don't think it matters. Mm. I know Mike Brown is a good coach. Mm-hmm. If yeah. Mike Brown went to Dallas That's today, what I'm saying like it would not be like he would be. He would be. Or, like, but if it was, then we have our answer, mm. right? Because I think there are people. If if Mike Brown went to Dallas today, and Luka was the exact same way. Then we would obviously. That's a Luca problem, right? It's not a it's not a coaching problem, and I think there are people who already feel that way because there are obviously a lot of people in the league that feel a certain way about Rick Carlisle, and I think Jason Kidd has always been kind of like I'm not really sure, like he might be, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. This is his third job, mm-hmm. but I think people look at Jason Kidd and like dude moves funny, so that that always like sits in the back of people's mind when you talk about Jason Kidd. Yeah, I don't know whether Jason Kidd is a good coach or not. I just don't feel like what's in Dallas is working. Uh, That's well, clearly not. Also, to your point, too, like, I don't know if Luke is that type of player. I'm not sitting up here saying, oh, he, the, the Aaron's better or anything like that. I'm I'm not even saying who's better. I'm just looking at the way these guys play. The Aaron's willing to work on the defensive end. He's willing to get scrappy. Luka has never shown – anything. In his, he could be the greatest offensive player in the he world. Doesn't, he doesn't have the stamina that. Darren Fox has. I don't think he has the care yeah. either to like yeah. really work. Like he's like, I score enough. I'm great enough on the offensive like, end. I feel like I the biggest difference of the Kings, you know, post Mike Brown era and Mike Brown era is that they, if you allow them, they are going to out hustle you. Mm. They're just going to. And so if you allow them to do that, they're going to beat you. Mm-hmm. That's just that. And yeah. they, that's exactly what happened last night. Yeah. They out hustled the Mavs. Yep. So to the original tweet about the four, I got those four up top moving forward. It doesn't have to be this year. Just mm-hmm. the way they're moving right now, they're moving to, for a new era. And you got Kings te- might not be there yet, but I know Minnesota's at top right yeah. right now this mm-hmm. second. Yeah. And then you've got teams like the Mavericks, like Phoenix, who I don't – I mean, Phoenix is kind of J. Cole middle child, right? Like KD not young, but, but Devin Booker's 25, 26, something like that. Mm-hmm. He's still young. Um, so we'll see what happens with them. Who knows what happens with New Orleans? 
Wimby's lurking, you know, in in, in the background. Mm-hmm. So there's other teams that could be part of it, but <laughs> he I ain't think in those the background. Four, yeah, <laughs> that boy ain't in the background. Well, he's not in the background. Yeah. His team Spurs might be. Yeah, yeah, that boy ain't in the background. So, but they're, those four, I think, I think they're they're ready to take on a new era. And and this can be something for a later date. Who knows if that's? I still, I'm I'm a little old school. I would like one of those big market teams to be around. I think mm-hmm. that would help. I don't oh, yeah? know if you'd want. Oh yeah, which one? Okay, Lake oh, Show. Not the Warriors, Lake I'll tell you Show. that. <laughs> the Warriors. You know, it could be the Clippers. It could be the it's Lakers. It's so funny. Like I feel like the Warriors aren't even looked at as a big market team. I know, right? Like They talk about them yeah. as if they're this poor <laughs> franchise that dug themselves out of the mud. Y'all are in San Francisco. Y'all got a combined market. San Francisco and Oakland don't even count as separate places right. in your world. That thing, that thing happens a lot. Like we said, it happens a lot. You know, looked at it as like the little engine that could when. <laughs> All right, man. All right, bro. Can't do that when you've gentrified your franchise. <laughs> Oof. Can't do that. Hashtag uh, Thrive City. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I would I would want those four and then I'll just say the Clippers or uh, Phoenix to like be in that mix, too. So you get that aspect. Yeah, the Lakers. I'm serious. The Lakers could be in there. That. It's it's fun beating the city of Los Angeles. It was fun Wednesday, going in there as the Kings oh, and lit. beating the hell out of the Lakers. Sorry, Sarah. No, it's but nothing. I think you need a combination of both. You don't need all big wigs, you know, market wise, and you don't need all small markets. Like you need. That's, that's what the NBA is good at. They're good at having a combination of both. The Clippers. What I like about the Clippers is that they just got like some LA kids playing on the team. You know, four guys who are from Southern California. LA really right there. I think that's cool. Yeah, yeah, they may have and, gone a little I, too far. <laughs> Maybe. They went overboard. It would nice to LA see them have a little bit of success because of that. Being from Southern California, you know, is kind of like a cool story. Yeah. Like obviously, I'm a Lakers fan, so but we're never you know pressed by the Clippers, anyways. But you know what I'm saying? Like it would be kind of cool to see them play well just because of that storyline. Yeah, Clippers are four and seven. I wouldn't be pressed by them either. They won their first <laughs> game with James Harden in the lineup Ooh. the other day. Dude, he was so happy too. I don't blame him. They should be. He was like, just wait be. and see. I sure just hope he. I sure see. hope he thanked Russell Westbrook. Yeah, shout out game. Russ. Shout out Russ. Yeah. Uh, we can't let you go before. Well, how do you feel your team performed? How do you feel like your Raiders performed yesterday? I thought the defense played really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really how it's been going. Um, I think Aiden O'Connell obviously needs a lot of work. Yeah, you know, he's a rookie. He made a lot of rookie mistakes. Three do you see it though? Like that he's but, good. Yeah, I see that he has a he has a really good arm, and I think that he can be good. But he's like way too stiff in the pocket. Like he he needs to learn how to like run the ball a little bit just to become more of like that dual threat. Mm. You know, because we all know mm. all he's gonna do is pass the ball. Like this kid isn't moving. Like he can't even use his legs to pick up a first down. He's slow. So it's like I think that they need to work on that, like you know whether or not he's a franchise quarterback. Like, ugh, like you know who he is if he can't learn to move. Jesse will. Pointed out, he's Mac Jones. Yeah, Ooh. no, yeah. And Jesse was one of those, like those quarterbacks are. At least extreme. Derek Carr. Mac Jones be looking a mess though, and that's something that I no, do like yeah, about. Yeah. He no, he he looks bad. <laughs> that's that was something that like Derek Carr, like a lot of people put that on DC, like oh he won't like move, like he won't run the ball, and then he he got better at that. So he, I think he made some rookie mistakes, some terrible ones. I wanted to throw up. 
but what are you going to do? But t- they were still in the game, though. That's where I'll give, yeah. that's where I'll give well, Antonio the Pierce and that crew. And, Three and, and, takeaways, and, and the offense couldn't capitalize on it. Like, you can't beat Miami like that. Like, the only way for them to have a chance was to capitalize off of those turnovers right. and to not be able to turn those turnovers into points. It's just I already knew what the deal was. Right. I already knew. They uh – they, they had a they tried. Had a I tried to have hope <laughs> so I could talk mess to you. They today, had a solid show. They played fine. They played fine. They had a solid show. They, they they did. played better than yeah. I thought they the, were going into that game. I was watching yeah. the game after Devontae had the touchdown. I was like, oh, they're gonna they gonna give I me thought, hell. Yeah. Like I'm Sarah Hodges in the in the chat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought the, <laughs> the Raiders win this I thought game. our DBs were gonna get cooked for sure, like embarrassing. But I think the mm. whole point is that you have to put pressure on Tua. And I was like, as long as we just like keep just pressuring Tua to and not give him a chance to like cock back and throw that thing, mm-hmm. like we may have a chance. I mean, I know that we're not gonna, you know, be able to get after him every single play, but if we just did a good job at that, I felt like you know, maybe we could win the game. But you know, they were the thirteen and a half point favorites, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Su- Sunday's gonna be going Sunday's gonna be the game that's gonna tell me a lot about the Raiders. Well, against I'm Kansas ex- City. Yeah, because I'm expecting the Raiders to have a good showing in that game against Kansas City yeah. and possibly beat the Chiefs. Same. I wouldn't really expect to know too much about this game, but Sunday's the one I'm looking at for them. Yeah, especially, you know, they're on the road. I mean, I know that really technically shouldn't matter, but it does. You know, they're in Miami. I, I thought that they played well. Mm-hmm. I- Aiden just obviously, he was the Achilles heel. Yeah, yeah, he's and, not there yet. And, you know, you, you have to also keep in mind that he doesn't have his starting left tackle. Mm-hmm. You know, Colton Miller's still out. So... You know, we'll give them. They knew they would have these hiccups with him. Yeah, of course. When they they made the decision to go with him, they knew they'd have these hiccups. Turb, like, made the point, like, well, see, like, it bothers me that they're not putting in Jimmy G. Like, and I'm like, bro, did you not watch Jimmy G on Monday against the Lions? Like, I see your point. Like, you have a guy who's like, maybe will give you a better chance in that moment. When Aiden doesn't perform in that moment, you're thinking that. But he did just win the last two games for us. You need to figure out if Aiden O'Connell is going to be under center exactly. for you next year. Exactly. Because you know Jimmy Garoppolo probably isn't. And win or lose, we have to figure that out. Because, right. I mean, at this point, are we even going to keep Devontae Adams? Mm. What's yeah. happening with that? Yeah. You know? so Sarah Hodges, CBS 13. Uh, make sure you're tapped in. Uh, she joins us almost every Monday here on the show. We always love having you talking Kings basketball, a little Raiders football uh, as well. We'll get back into the Kings. We'll talk a little 49ers as well. Will Z going to join us in about 30 minutes. There's a game tonight. Mm-hmm. The Kings look to make it number seven uh, against the New Orleans Pelicans. We'll talk about that as well. Steelham and KC brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shop overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I was telling, I was telling Casey in the chatty house, first person shooters, that's that's first person shooter that's, mode. That's the Ooh. first record that's come out in a long, long time ago. I think this is one of my favorite records of all time. Mm. Like I love the song that much, mm. and that J Cole verse is just incredible. And I'm not saying that no, no, like, it's, it is, Drake. like Drake. Drake it kills is. it. Like those, those, 
it, it, it's like if uh, Drake dropped 60 in that game, mm-hmm. but Cole dropped 81. Mm. Cole. Like, that's, crazy. that's yeah, like they, I mean, again, both, both, both killed it. But I, I <laughs> there was something about it. I, I went, I went out this weekend. I went. Not out. I went to do my. I didn't go go out. Everybody knows I didn't go out. (laughs) I went to. I went and just did my normal stuff. And you know, one of the things I do is cryotherapy. therapy. It's 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 cold chamber. You pick a song. You're in there for three minutes or whatever. And I picked first person shooter. And I'm sitting in that chamber listening to this. Like God, I love this song. Mm -hmm. We play that song every hour and 15 minutes on our other show. (laughs) But man, I'm not tired of hearing it yet. Oh, not at all. I love that track. Not at all. And so I, when the new one came out, it's like, oh, this is cool. Drake kills it. Yeah. Cole kills it. But there's something about like the sinister sound of that beat that I'm just like, man, this it it doesn't even touch first person. A, a little a little bit of that is like the moment, right? Like it was this super anticipated album, kept getting pushed back, then you know, the surprise of hearing Drake and Cole, Drake and Cole on an album. Like, we thought they was going to have to start beefing in a second because they're going for that top spot or whatever. And then they got on a they, they got on a track together. Mm-hmm. And then the verse that Cole has, it's, just, it's, a, it's a moment. Like, yeah. it's a, it's no, a it's moment that, that you're going to remember in that, that song. It's a great song on top of that, but it's a moment that you're going to connect to that song for, for a long time. I've never been hit with the Holy Spirit, but I think that's what it feels like the first time I heard that verse. <laughs> when you hear a dope hip-hop verse, that's where it's like, whoo. Uh, hey, Ramsey, monitor the situation with Leezy closely. Leezy said Drake hit the game winner, though. If we've got to boot Leezy out of the chat to go think about his comments a little bit, just you know, just 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 keep an eye on Leezy. I th- I'm not sure he's I would, doing okay. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say Drake hit the game winner, but between the video and then the ga- his, oh, the video his, is fire. His response, not response, but the, his appearance on the next yeah. time they were together, he he got back into the game. Yeah. He, he he cut the lead to to five. <laughs> He was down twenty. He cut the lead to five. <laughs> he's he, he's Kevin Herter after Mike Brown uh, threatened his playing time. That's that's that's, that's Jay Cole is Mike Brown, and he, he threatened uh, Drake's playing time, and he came out like Kevin Herter did the last couple of games. Uh, we got our man Stephen here nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. Stephen, what's happening, baby? What's cracking, D-Long Casey? How y'all living? Hey man, what's going on with you, big dog? Hey, so first of all, I have, I've been plenty critical of Domas, you know, uh, with how he was playing like as of maybe a week, a week ago, and he's played amazingly great. You know, it's like you can't take anything away from him. But I do want to like, you know, um, just come from the angle of I think why he still is going to get like, you know, people be cautiously optimistic at best because at a certain point in your career, I think Paul George even went through this for a while. It be the narrative becomes, you know, what you do in a regular season, you've proven time and again that you're not that same guy in the playoffs. So it gets taken with a caveat, you know. So I think people will kind of hold that against him until he plays at the same level in a playoff series as he's playing in the uh, in the regular season, which is great. He's doing an amazing job. And it was bad, but he, he really has showed out this past week. But that's always going to be held against him. Nah, you're 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 right. You know who it reminds me of? It's weird cross sport reference, but remember Lamar? 
how incredible Lamar was. He got beat up his first two playoff games, mm-hmm. and it was pff, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter till Lamar Jackson does it in the playoffs, and then he did, mm-hmm. and it it, it kind of deaded the noise. Lamar had an MVP, and they were still shortchanging him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is which is it's 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 ridiculous to me. It, it really is ridiculous. I, I'm I not agree. saying you or Stephen. Yeah, no, I, I I agree. But it's ridiculous, and I and I do I don't feel like they talk about Domas in the same vein as Paul George or even Lamar or any of these guys. Like they don't. Paul they, George probably far better of an example than using Lamar Jackson. Yeah, but they don't. They don't talk about. They don't talk about them the way they talk about Domas. There's still a level of respect with Paul George. Yeah, like he exactly. still gets the. He's a top player. He stinks in the playoffs, but he still gets like that respect. Domas. Domas does not get that respect at but all. Like to a certain degree, and I'm not saying that he's as good as this guy because he's one of the best two guards of all time, point guard, whatever you want to call him, James Harden. Is I think like on the path pantheon of NBA players, James Harden is higher than Domas Sabonis. Mm-hmm. But they don't even talk about James Harden the way they talk about no, Domas. True. Like they show him a level of respect for his game, even though his playoff flame out flameouts have been legendary. Let, yeah. Domas didn't even have a playoff flame out. He just was a, like below his averages by a point or two. Mm-hmm. Same amount of rebounds, assists were down because couldn't nobody hit shots. So they they talk about Domas like he averaged a f- uh, triple single in the playoffs. Who would average a triple single in the playoffs? Come on, man, that's just far fetched like silliness. So Hall of Fame numbers, according to some people. Stop it. I'm looking at first. First of all, first of all, Paul George has played a lot of playoff games. Um, I'm trying to determine, you know, starting in 2013 when Indiana against the Knicks. Boy, it's really tough to say Paul George didn't play well in the playoffs. He just didn't win. Mm. Like, you you, you know what I mean? Like, there's, there is this tough series uh, against Portland – Oklahoma City loses in five. He scores five points in 42 minutes. Um, oh, no, that's wrong. He scored 36 in that game. The the Dame waving shot? Yeah, he scored 36. Him he didn't Russ play. Well. He didn't play. He doesn't play bad in the playoffs. He just doesn't. He. I'll say this about Paul George. He doesn't do what James Harden does. No. James Harden not. disappears. And one of the frustrating things about James Harden is you could pull up James Harden's basketball reference and go, oh, it doesn't look that bad. But if you watch the game and got some of those points in context, mm-hmm. you'll know that it's just empty calories. Mm. He's he's score, He's not scoring when his team desperately needs him to. He's scoring when they're down 15, and he's trying to make it look like he's doing something. Mm. And you'll look at the end, and he'll have 36, but eight of those came in the final two minutes when they were down 20, and none of them came when they were within three. And that's what gets lost, I think, sometimes in, in, in James Harden's stats is you could look at the numbers and go, oh, the numbers aren't that bad. The games, the games are. PG's biggest issue, I think, is it's not even his fault because, like you said, he's not like the worst playoff performer of all time or anything mm-hmm. like that. His issue is that the cameras are on when he does like have those. Like he's not – I don't think PG has like a playoff – only has moments. His right? biggest issue was he hit a game winner in a Gatorade commercial before he hit one in real life. Yeah. <laughs> 
When they be clipping that together, man, that's that's don't do my man like that. But that's hilarious. Ball game. <laughs> that's, that's tough. That's they did tough. that the other day when he hit that uh, the little wedgie against the Nuggets. Oh, yeah. My favorite <laughs> one was where they do it. It says ball game, and then hits the side of the backboard in the bubble. So that, those were his two moments. He had, excuse me, he had a a rough series against Utah when he gave himself the playoff P moniker. Oh. And then that probably the bubble. wasn't good for the strategy. Either. Those were the two times. Like people, so, they, don't, they so, don't bring up when he did what nobody else has ever done, took the Clippers to the conference finals without Kawhi Leonard. So, you know, we got to start judging Paul George a little bit differently in that bubble. And, you know, I know Paul George has been pretty vocal about how he felt about the bubble and how he felt about himself, how he felt about the whole thing. When you have, like, teammates saying they just stopped caring, mm. like publicly saying that, mm-hmm. you have to start you have to stop questioning other people's performance. Mm-hmm. You have to start looking around like, wait, y'all just quit? Y'all didn't care? Mm. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm not, because I don't, I don't think Paul George was one of those people. I don't think I do so not. It, I no think matter what Paul George was going through in that series, I don't think it was that. No. It, it definitely wasn't that, in my opinion. It wasn't that. And our guy Aldrin, first of all, that was Kenny who said PG led uh, the Clippers to the Western Conference Finals without Kawhi. I'm not smoking anything. That's exactly what happened. Kawhi tore his ACL in game four of the second round series against the Jazz. Paul George went on to lead that team to win not only game five in Utah, but game six in L.A. to send him to the Western Conference Finals. What are you smoking on, my main man, Aldrin? I think he's answering me saying PG has no moments. Okay, well, never mind. (laughs) But, I mean, yeah, they went to the Western Conference Finals. That's cool, I guess. (laughs) No, yeah, never mind. Never mind. I love, I love so much that Jesse just laid back and let you do that that whole spiel I'm on Aldrin cut my guy off. before, before, before just going. Yeah, I don't think that's what he was talking about, Casey. Aldrin's my guy anyway. Aldrin's my, you know, so- I love that he even referenced Jesse like. Like, no, he's got Jesse and Casey confused. I was going to let my boy finish. I was no, going to clean it good. up at no, the end. I'm so glad you did. It made it so much better that you let him finish. That was the answering part. the point. Like, it's- PG's got one moment. Cool. It's the outlier now. Oh, man. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.